Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Final score of the San Jose Sharks 5 and the Minnesota Wild 2. Is, uh, this was a fun game, as you can tell tonight. <laughs> the San Jose Sharks feeling a lot better about themselves. After this victory, 13,128 fans were on hand to watch this game, and they were enthusiastic uh, because, you know, the Sharks fans have not had a lot to cheer about at home this season. San Jose with the not the best home record. In fact, that was their fourth victory at home. They're 4-10-5, but uh, that is a good sign for the future here. A lot of good things happened in this game. A lot of players stepped up, and again, you said it, everybody came to work. Yeah, they came to work, and that number one key, and, you know, that was what wasn't our key. It was David Quinn today talking to us. That, you know, we asked him, how do you control your controllables? Sometimes players get away from that. David said, you got to do your job. And the Sharks went out individually, did their job. And when you're strong individually, the old saying, right, change is strong is his weakest link. Well, the Sharks didn't have many weak links tonight, or if, if I don't even think they had any. But their strongest link, war number 65 tonight. Oh, oh, boy. Eric Carlson was absolutely magnificent this evening. And that brings us to the instant replay of tonight's contest. It all began in the opening minute of play. Remember the opening minute last game against Calgary? (laughs) Sharks gave up two goals in the first 30 seconds. Well, it was exactly the opposite here. Well, not quite exactly, but almost. Eric Carlson would score in the opening 44 seconds with this play. Couture put it to the middle of the ice. Carlson flicks it ahead, and here comes Timo Meyer. Moves to the middle of the ice, crossed the line. Has Carlson breaking in, but the pass just missed him, and it bounced off the boards. EK65 went off the boards behind the net, and there's stick handling smoothly. It's Alexander Barmanov over to the near side, to the circle. He moves up to the point. He throws to the right. Ooh. Magna keeps it at almost a dead giveaway. Across the ice, the shark score! Magna spotted a man wide open on the far side of the ice. That's Eric Carlson. And EK65 slams it home on the first shot toward the net. The Sharks are up 1-0 at the 44-second mark of the first period. What a super goal. Great play by Magna to get around the defense there. And Carlson just sort of disappeared and reappeared on the other side of the ice. He picked up his 13th goal of the season, first of four points on the night. Jacob Magna got the primary assist. And kudos to Alexander Barbana for holding on to the puck down low that was one of the keys to making that play work the sharks were off to a good start but like the last game things got a little topsy-turvy in the early going as the defense for minnesota decided to flutter a pass over the four checkers as so many teams do in the nhl but this time yoel erickson eck was prepared and he was onside Sharks cycling it around here along the near boards. Benning will hold it in with a good little pinch down the boards. He cuts behind the net, gets knocked down there by Ryan Hartman, and the Wilds' John Merrill takes over from behind his own net. He lifts it over traffic, flying as Erickson Eck behind the defense. He's got a breakaway. He moves and he shoots. He scores! The question is, was that onside or not? Erickson Eck at 
the Sharks' blue line, taking that puck, going it all by himself as Merrill lifted it over all of the four checkers. A breakaway goal for Erickson Eck, and it's 1-1 at 2.20 of the first. That was a great goal by Erickson Eck. Barely stayed on side. Merrill got the only assist at 2.20. It was even 1-1. Noah Gregor hadn't scored in 10 games since the Sharks last played Ottawa here at SAP Center last month, but he would come up big at 11.37 to give the Sharks the lead for the first time. Kevin LeBanc is forced to throw one away from traffic over to the near boards. Harrington gets it back. Diagonal pass. Here comes Lawrence. Across the line, a little drop pass. Moving in. Lawrence gets it back. Wraparound attempt behind the goal. That is a spectacular pad save by Gustafson. Now it's Benning. Far side. Carlson the shot. Save. Rebound. Score! Noah Gregor has his stick down. Gets the rebound. And backhands it home. The Sharks with 8.23 left in the first period. Take the 2-1 to lead. Oh, what a goal by Noah Gregor, his second. After that big save by Gustafson, Eric Carlson and Matt Benning got the assist. Again, 11.37 the time. That put the Sharks in front to stay 2-1. to one. In the second period, James Weimer needed to be heard from a couple of times, and he made this big glove save as the Sharks were killing a penalty. Logan Couture wins the faceoff from Boldy, but a clearing attempt gets knocked down. Wild keep it in. Addison to Zuccarello on the left circle. Throws it across the rink. Not the best of passes, but Boldy kept it in. Kaprizov got his feet across the rink. Zuccarello back to Kaprizov. Shoots. Great glove save by James Weimer. And he holds on. What a stop by Reimer. That was a pretty darn good glove save by James Reimer to keep the score 2-1 San Jose. And then we had a fight between Jacob Megna and Matt Dumba. After Dumba stepped up, uh, after he was drilled uh, by, onto Matt Nieto with a big hard hit that Megna felt he had to step up for. But then I think the turning point of the game, Drew, that happened when uh, Mason Shaw, who knocked out Radim Shimek in the team's most recent meeting in November in Minnesota, ends up doing it again, at least for a while, to Yevgeny Svechnikov. This time he got a five-minute major penalty for kneeing. He got a game misconduct that goes along with that. And he sat in the penalty box and sulked for a few minutes as if to say, I'm not leaving, maybe you'll change your call. He didn't. <laughs> but the Sharks were on the man advantage for a full five minutes. And we talked about this so many times. Going back to Game 7 against Vegas, yeah. you have to make them pay for that. Yeah. And the Sharks would do that. Yeah, they absolutely did. You know, and I, at last game when he hit Redeem Shimmick in Minnesota, I think we've all gave him the benefit of the doubt. But he chicken-winged him. Uh, with the that's you know the elbow coming up and hitting Shimmick and I thought it was just he was trying to buy just get a piece of him. With all due respect, all to due the respect, chickens out right, there, exactly. But when you put one plus one equals two together, you might think that Mason Shaw might have a bit of an issue of being able to control himself uh, when it comes to the physical play. Uh, that particular knee right there. There's only one way to describe it. It's dirty. That's all it was. I mean, I've seen guys. We've seen guys knee guys before, right? You stick your knee out because you're just trying to get a piece of somebody as he goes by you. He's running all the way across the ice, going in to finish the check. Sure, fine, nothing wrong with that. And he gets his foot, his right foot, off the ice and directs his knee. Like it's in, in martial arts, you're taught to, you know, move your hips forward and you direct your knee, the kneecap, into the target. Okay? And he gets his knee up and goes bang right into his man. He's missing him. He's missing Sveshnikov on this check unless he gets the knee on him. Svechnikov was shaken up, but it was good to see that he came yeah, back. Great yeah. work by Ray Tufts and the Absolutely. staff. Absolutely. Yeah, great job. Doctors there and everything else. And good call by the referees. And now in the NHL, you can, and they're, they're, they've instituted a new rule this year where you review 
whether it's still a five-minute major, and you can even reduce that penalty. You can only reduce it to two. Right. Yeah. You can't say no penalty. You can't say no penalty. You but reduce it to two. I think it's a good rule. And they went yeah. and looked at it. The weird thing was where the iPad is, where the referees yeah, right look, is right in front of Mason Shaw, who's yeah. sitting there probably trying to sell the yeah. idea that he Lobby. didn't do anything. Yeah, but the referees made the right call. I think the situation room helps in, in Toronto. It's the right call. But, but to your point, here's now a five-minute opportunity with a man advantage. And here's what happened. The San Jose Sharks went to work, and they kept the pressure on. And it would be Timo Meyer, the man who the Sharks depend on when they have the man advantage, to put them in front again. Couture, a nice little pass on the right to Benino, who gains the zone, holds the puck, held it, turned it back to Carlson, throws to the left to Meyer, shoots, score! No hesitation from Timo Meyer to blast it, his 18th goal of the season in his 35th game, matching the career best. The Sharks are now up 3-1, and they stay on the power play. And oh, by the way, not only does Meyer have a career-best 18 goals in the first 35 games, that is his ninth power play goal of the season, Drew. The last Shark to get nine power play goals in the first 35 games of the season was Joe Pavelski, wow. who did it back in 2014-15. So it wasn't company. just Eric Carlson tonight. Pretty good game for Timo Meyer. Yeah, pretty good company. Yeah, he did, and he's continuing. His hot play is... He is now continuing to put the puck in the net, put points up, and Timo Meyer, you know, for, he's in a contract here. So when you look at Timo Meyer, that's now four goals in his last four games. Excellent for Timo Meyer, assisted by Eric Carlson, of course, and Nick Benino. Great to see him get an yeah. assist on that power play for all of the work that he was doing away from the puck, defensively and blocking shots. There wasn't any other power play goal officially scored during that five-minute major. The Sharks could have scored two or three of them. But at the end, as the penalty expired, they have what we like to call a power play influence goal. And wouldn't you know it, it would be Eric Carlson that would set it up. The pressure continues. 15 seconds on the power play. Behind the back play now by Carlson. Turns away from a check. Now he decides to keep it. He dropped it back to the bank, who shoots it. He fanned on it. Now Carlson the shot. It's blocked by Middleton. Carlson dishes it off. Penalty is almost over. Sharks need a change. It's Meyer with it. Last second. Throws it across the rink to Carlson. In front star! Eric Carlson, a brilliant pass. Tick, tack, toe. And Oscar Lindblom is going to get the goal. The Sharks are up 4-1. to one. Was incredible that goal and that play by Eric Carlson oh what a brilliant play by EK 65 to cap off his four-point night Carlson and Meyer assisting on Oscar Lindblom's second of the season really good to see Oscar yeah. Lindblom getting some reward here tonight yeah I, I thought he had a, a strong game tonight you know I was I, was it as strongest as a shark I don't know but I think that he had a, he was on his game tonight in a lot of ways the game changed at the end of the second period with only four seconds left in what turned out to be a four-on-four -four situation when Matt Zuccarello kind of banged the puck into the goal past goaltender James Reimer. Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Boldy assisted. Mario Ferraro pushed Zuccarello into the Hello. net, and, and so yeah. th they say that that was a good goal. It could have been challenged. Probably the good decision for 
uh, Coach David Quinn not to challenge him simply because he knew that Matt Benning was in the box to start the third. If he's wrong or if he's ruled wrong, even if he's right, which could happen, yeah. <laughs> it would have been down two men. Exactly. It's You're 100% on the money there, Danny. It was a minute 20 seconds left for Matt Benning's penalty. And even there, I, I thought it was interesting. The referee came over, and David and the referee had a quick conversation. And David, after that, didn't even look like he thought about it. But I think you're absolutely right. It's because he's thinking, okay, we're up 4-2. If I go here in a situation, it's a long five-on-three to start the third period. We're better off, you know, caution, you know, be cautious, be smart. Um, sometimes it's the better part of valor, smart decision by the Sharks coach. And that's confidence in the penalty kill, too. Uh, good point. I never thought about that. Absolutely. It's confidence that our penalty killers at five on four aren't going to let anything go in. But it was a little bit dramatic when the Zuccarello go counted. And so in the last seconds of a period, again, the Sharks give up a goal. It made it four to two. That was a four on four goal, by the way. Second one the Sharks have given up this season. But the third period came out, and the Sharks played like they were trying to hold on to a 4-2 lead. Minnesota pushed really hard. The Wild ended up uh, with 10 shots on goal, and the Sharks only four. James Reimer came up really big on a couple of plays, and here's one of them on Matt Zuccarello. Face-off, Galagoski in the Sharks' zone, dishes Kaprizov in front. Here's a chance. Save made by Reimer off of Zuccarello. That was a great stop by Reimer with about 12 minutes to play. It kept the score 4-2, and then the clock became a factor. But then near the end of the game, with netminder Gustafson pulled, and with uh, Matt Boldy in the penalty box at 18:49 for slashing, they were down a man technically, but they were going for gro broke trying to get the game closer. Kevin LeBanc would make a great defensive play and finish things off. Minnesota picks it back up. Here's Middleton, the former Shark, shorthanded, lead pass, steal to the Sharks' line, chipped away, and it'll be cleared out by Magna as the goaltender is leaving for the extra attacker. Bucks going toward the empty net, but <laughs> Kaprizov will get to it first. Kaprizov go. loses on the check to LeBanc. LeBanc shoots. He scores! What a play. Great play by Kevin LeBanc to steal the puck from Kirill Kaprizov and snap one from the right-wing sideboards up into the top part of the net. And Kevin LeBanc seals the deal with 13.5 seconds left in the third. It's the Sharks 5 and the Wild 2. That is a great finish to a great game by the Sharks. LeBanc's eighth was unassisted, and he is the epitome, the poster child of the shoot-first, ask-questions-later player. Yeah. He has to do that. He just has to shoot the puck. Yeah, absolutely. He's got an outstanding shot. He's going to fire at every chance he gets. You know, I thought as the game, like I thought he struggled in the first period, and then he continued to work, and he stayed with it. And that's the key, right? Just stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. They broke up the line tonight. He was playing yeah. with Benino and with Nieto, and Timo Meyer was with Kachur and Barabanov. I think it's uh, pretty obvious it's probably going to stay that way for a little while. Yep, I, I think you're right. But overall, um, the highlights told the story. A really strong game by San Jose. In the locker room, one of the guys who played a great game for the San Jose Sharks was Nick Benino. He had an assist. He had over 20 minutes of ice, and he had some really key blocked shots and face-off wins. He joins us with Drew. Nick, congratulations. Heck of a game, man. Yeah, it feels good. Sorry, yeah. I don't know if you could hear me. We're yeah. excited. We got burgers in the locker room, so uh, it's a real treat for us. All right, we'll let you get to those as quickly as you can. I just want to, I just want to talk about that. First off, when a hit like that goes on one of your guys, is there that sense of urgency about, hey, we're going to pay this team back by scoring on them? 
Yeah, I think when you get five minute majors, you got to do is you got to try to make them pay on the scoreboard. Um, I thought we came out and made some really good plays. Yes. Could add three, could add four. We had some good looks. Uh, you know, obviously Tommy out. I'm playing with, with those guys and just do my best to, to move the puck to them from the half wall and let them make the plays. Um, I want to talk about shot blocking. You blocks, the, as usual, getting in front, blocking shots. The Sharks in the third period, they're in their zone a lot, but a lot of block shots in one particular shift. I think there's three. You started it, then Harrington, then I think it was Jacob. But the shot blocking attitude, the shot blocking uh, courage it takes, is that just something that has always been in your game, or did you have to develop that? Yeah, I think in, in college we got little paws on our helmet for blocks. And really? It was something I could... Uh, I could try to be the best at. I wasn't going to score 40, so um, whatever I can do to block them, I don't. I'll try. I think uh, you know we've got a lot of guys on this team who are eager to to get in front of pucks. I think it's infectious. The bench gets going, um, and obviously when when the team's doing it and making it tough to get pucks to the net, it always helps. Before I let you go, okay, it was down three games. You lost the last three games. Everybody's feeling kind of down, a little negative, a little heavy. And then what does this game do for you for the team? And can you carry that momentum forward? Yeah, I, I hope so. Um, you know, we, we we lost in a shootout, and then I thought we played okay against Calgary, but we probably got what we deserved. You know, we're in both games in the third. We just didn't have it, and, uh, you know, we, we had a good practice yesterday, yeah. and we came in with some confidence. I thought our forecheck and our gaps were so much better. Um, even, you know, just the confidence. You watch Meg's. Um, with two minutes left, surf across the blue line yeah. and keep a puck in. And, and just those gaps are, are what we need all game, and we had it like that tonight. Merry Christmas, my friend. We'll see you on the plane on the 27th. You too. See you then. Final score, the Sharks 5 and the Minnesota Wild 2. So the Sharks are a perfect 2-0 and against Minnesota with only one other game to play in the series right here at the Shark Tank. That will be on March 11th. We have the Sharks record now at 11 wins, 18 losses, and 6 OTs. They have 28 points. While the Minnesota Wild's six-game winning streak comes to an end, they drop back to 19-12-2, Wild with 40 points on the year. That's it for our Sharks Instant Replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.